we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for April 12, 2021. Continuing, and this is kind of segueing from the last part, <clears throat> uh, Fast Fence. This company is helping the government persecute Christians in Canada. And th this is the fencing company that was highlighted that put all these, I <laughs> mean, thousands of feet of fence around this church so that nobody and I, from what the one lady had said they've got triple fencing and and i don't know if that's like one fence in the outer perimeter which we know they've got that and then there's another fence i know around the church and then maybe there's another one somewhere i, I don't know it was the, the church is on such a big property it's kind of hard to tell from the pictures but um Yes, Fast Fence is making out like a bandit. When the Third Reich was implementing Hitler's final solution, it wasn't only uniformed Nazis who were assisting the persecution of Jews. A plethora of contractors, builders, and civil engineers helped to build the gas chambers, run the railroads taking the Jews to the oven. Well, it's, it was Jews, gypsies, and a, a lot of other, uh, what they would term as, you know, like useless eaters. Um... I'm not saying that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, I'm saying that's how they would have termed them. Um, <clears throat> and helping facilitate their extermination. Ultimately, they were as guilty as those wearing the German uniform. And in terms of crimes against humanity developed at the 1945 Nuremberg trial to describe such crimes committed against the innocent, even if not committed as war crimes during an armed conflict. So they were complicit in the final solution, in other words. Um, going further here, please meet Fast Fence, a private contractor located in Edmonton, Alberta, which is helping tyrannical officials illegally fence off the property belonging to Faith Life Church. While their, quote, crimes include meeting for worship on Sunday, uh, that's basically the, the only crime, you know, it's not a crime, obviously, but according to Satan it is. Fast Fence, however, doesn't care that the church's only crime is not an actual crime or that it's at its center of international outrage regarding the criminal incarceration of the church's pastor and systemic persecution of faith worshipers, law-abiding citizens, and innocent families. They don't care about any of that, as long as they're making that coin. Vehicles belonging to Fast Fence were photographed at the scene of the building fence, which would keep worshipers away from their property. And here's a picture of a fast fence uh flatbed um type of truck with you know tons and tons of fencing on it i've seen other pictures other than this they're definitely the company doing it and um despite the church providing no actual public health risk and no known cases of covid 19 spreading from congregational uh from the congregational worship that have been exiting the building this company appears happy to make a few extra dollars by building a concentration camp fence around the facility the address for fast fence is 904 yellowhead trail northwest edmonton alberta t5b1g2 their phone number is 1-888-987-FAST that's 1-888-987-FAST and there then here's a link to their google reviews online I want to give you all that information uh, for your edification. Uh, let's go further here. <clears throat> Nanny State Police, who sold their souls to Satan, and this is also in Canada, giving out multiple $1,550 tickets to those outside not wearing COVID face diaper hijab coverings. 
and threatened protesters with jail at Quebec City any lockdown protests. So this is just more of the um, just standard fair tyranny that has just become the new normal in Canada. On Monday, at Quebec City lockdown rally, police periodically ambushed protesters to ensure mask compliance. Some were warned, some were detained, all for not wearing the mask. Uh, restaurants were hopeful to get some business, but their hopes were destroyed when the province ordered them to shut down within 24 hours of this event, this, this anti-mask protest, or anti-lockdown protest. Um, then these businesses had to sell off their inventory below market prices because they all had to shut down within 24 hours see the government's going to make sure that you are punished for any type of complicity uh in anything they deem as um not satanic because if it's satanic it'll be fine so while the government is destroying the economy it has no issue with deploying hundreds of policemen to ensure mass compliance of course that's where we need to actually have all of our efforts focused in on lockdown mass compliance social distancing and of course the the covid 19 kill shot that's what we need to be focusing in on just like on saturday's lockdown protest quebec city police continued enforcing the mask mandate for demonstrations today as well listen what they did to this man who went to jail for not wearing a mask outdoor he got his 18th 1550 dollar ticket just in one day 18th do the math on that one yeah, I'm not going to play it for you, but you, there's a there's a Twitter thing you can click on there. Oh, that's not too much money. I mean, right? That's 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 chump change. Uh, police in Quebec City at the lockdown rally orders me to wear a mask. This is another tweet by uh, one of their Rebel News reporters, uh, Mocha Bezagran. And he said that um, police in Quebec City at the lockdown rally ordered me to wear a mask, even though I'm across the street from the demonstration. I refused, and I got my sixth $1,550 ticket today. I I'm talking just red-level Nazi satanic scum, you know, that are doing this. Sold their soul to Satan a long time ago. We'll beg for the mark of the beast. Beg for it. Um, that expression, a coward dies a thousand deaths before he dies, is very applicable to these so-called cops. Because the fact that they'll go and do this shows me all I need to know, that they're cowards. Or they're just, or and or they're just pure evil, and they like it. It's one or the other. It's got to be. Okay, so... Um, then he says, I was told that if it, they see me without a mask again, they would take me to jail. Why don't, again, just gut shoot them. They need to start making real examples of these people. Go out there with the 12 gauge and just start gut shooting everybody that doesn't have a mask on. We need to be, we need to really be taught as sheeple who the boss is and how much we need to be in full compliance with whatever satanic edicts are out there. I mean, come on, let's just, if you're going to go, go big. Conservative politicians are all talk, no action on Grace Life Church shutdown. I'm going to play this brief video here. This is all from Rebel News because, I mean, as far as I can see, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying Europe's not bad. I'm not saying America's not bad. But as far as those two places, um, I, I'd say Canada is has been beating out um, a lot of uh, what's been going on here. Here is an overhead view in this video of the black. It's this fast fence erected a inner perimeter 
around the church that is black it's all black so you can't see if, if you can't see over the fence then you can only see the tops of the buildings and this way they could do whatever nefarious wicked deeds they're doing in the church and they don't have to worry about anybody spying on them or filming them then there yes there's another perimeter fence around about mm, 25 feet outside of that one and then you have the big large one outside and again it's like a prison compound all they need is concertina wire some machine gun nests and uh, an electric fencing and maybe you know a fleet of um german shepherds and doberman pinchers to rove the perimeter and kill anything uh in in their path i think that would be applicable as well and probably some machine gun nests on top of the roof too so they can really or maybe snipers i'm sorry F snipers with 50 cal uh, so they can really take out people from afar the peaceful protesters from the church that are out there you know um um basically being as peaceful as possible and and not whatever they, they, they need to be taken out i think too we, we need more examples made i'm sorry i mean a little sarcasm there but you know I, I don't know how else to uh really dramatize things better anyway uh let's go ahead and play this warning censorship warning censorship warning censorship But my point is, that 35-day imprisonment of the pastor was a trial run, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a test. It was 55-day, I think he said, imprisonment of their pastor at this church. He was let out. Now they're they're saying, okay, well, we're going to fine you, just like we're doing all, with all the other pastors in, in uh, Canada that don't go along with everything. And now we're going to uh, lock down your church. We're going to triple fence it. We're going to have heavily armed police presence on site. We're not going to let you in uh we're gonna do everything we can do to shut you down because you're not in compliance with satan in 35 days the government saw what it could get away with and the answer is everything yeah, absolutely so of course they went in military style literally occupying the church yeah. turning it into an armed outpost and they brought their toilets with them just to yeah. show the level they've got paladin security and the normal cops paladin like a, a like a security company so they've got the rent cops plus they've got the regular cops they've got their tripper layer fencing they've got all kind of guns and ammos and everything else guns and ammo and everything else um yeah i mean this is really um it's practical use of 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 uh, in of um police resources back with which they treat the church so gross and nothing did you see anything I saw a statement yesterday by 15 government LAs, government MLAs and Kenny's party saying they're opposed to the new increased lockdown that he imposed on the province this week. Okay, thanks for that, but not a mention of the church or religious freedoms, either the pastor's imprisonment or the military-style occupation. Why not a mention of that? And more to the point, so they put out a Facebook post, great, let me give you a medal for bravery. <laughs> Are you actually going to do anything, though, or are you just sort of Facebook guys? No. Are you going to submit a private member's bill? Are you going to call for an emergency debate? Are you going to vote against something, anything? Are you going to break away from the government and form your own freedom caucus? I don't know. Are you going to stand, and I mean physically stand, with, if not the church, one of the thousand small businesses. No, they want to just give the facade, the window dressing to their constituents that, well, we didn't really want it to happen. We're not going to do anything, but we'll we'll stand on paper we're against it, but that's as far as it goes. And that way, it's like their lukewarm little little response to appease their, their base. Knifed in the back, or, 
or is this just slacktivism? Do you know that word? Yeah. You did a tweet. You clicked like on Facebook. Now you can claim that you're more than nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a placebo, a fake medicine that fools you into thinking you took real medicine. I see today that an MLA recorded a video about the church. Wow. I'll play it for you now in full. I woke up this morning and saw the same thing everyone else did, that a church outside Edmonton has been barricaded by AHS. Now, I think in a free and democratic society, worship is fundamental freedom that we must maintain. I believe that as Canadians, as Albertans, it is so intrinsic to who we are, whether you're a believer or not, the ability to choose for yourself who you worship, how you worship, and where you worship. Now, I respect and understand the 15% capacity limit. I'm frustrated by it. I brought it up in the legislature multiple times that we should be lifting these numbers. But that said, it is a different line to cross, to barricade a church, a place of God. Now, I'm not speaking here as a politician. I'm speaking as an Albertan and as a Christian. And I believe that right now, fundamentally, we need to take a stand. We need to say something, and here I am making the case that we cannot allow churches to be barricaded in our society. If you agree with this, I'm asking you to share this video. I'm asking you to please let others know that we cannot stand by and let churches and places of worship be treated in this manner by AHS or any other government body. That's just my opinion. Thank you. Great. I'm glad he did it. He's literally the only MLA in Alberta I have seen who spoke out for the church. So sort in other of, words, that was the best of the best of the best that you're going to get in the government that you just heard. That is, did he, did he call for the troops to leave there? Um, where was he when the pastor was jailed? Why is he recording the video at the legislature? Why didn't he just drive 15 minutes down to the church property itself? I'm not saying break into the church property, stand at the road. Why not? Right. And what was the or else part? What, yeah. what, what was his plan? There is none. Or is the plan just to do a little video, accept lots of kudos for being very, very brave and edgy, mm -hmm. and then going back to sleep? Yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question? Can you name a single way in which the so-called conservative party's treatment of this church is any different from how the NDP would have treated it were they in office? Yeah, I, th I think he makes a good point there. Now, let's proceed forward here. Now, I received this last night from the man you just heard speaking, Ezra Levant. <clears throat> and um, Saturday, I got it at 3.41 p.m., okay? And it's entitled, Emergency, Emergency, Emergency. 50 heavily armed police just raided the hotel where our rebel news reporters were staying in Montreal and arrested them. Or, I think, arrested most of them. Um, now... I haven't seen any more updates about this on there. I've been checking it like <laughs> lately, every couple hours here. I'm going to check it again right now just in case they've actually posted something. Nope, they haven't posted anything new. And I don't know it's because they're in some kind of horrible legal thing right now. But um, it's not looking good. Now, you have to think that they're the only news source that i've seen in canada reporting on not i mean they're all oh they say they've got they've got reporters all over canada okay the whole kit and caboodle so they've got a ton of different reporters boots on ground reporting on all the different travesties the covid scamdemic lockdown devil tragedies now i 
I don't think they're saying a whole lot on the vax. Not that I'm seeing. Um, but it's more the lockdown. It's more the like what they're doing to the churches. It's more what they're doing to the to the businesses. Um, all that stuff. And it's it's from Ezra Levant, the guy you just heard. He says, I told them they couldn't come in. Um, they were kicking in the door, I guess. Yeah, 50 heavily armed police just raid the hotel. I told them they couldn't come in without a search warrant. So instead, they manhandled me. They handcuffed Kian Bexty. They just put David Menzies in the back of the police car and have sealed off the Airbnb we were staying in with police tape. And they say it's a crime scene. David Menzies is... Uh, the other gentleman you heard in the other video, one of their main reporters. So they handcuffed Kian Baxi, they put David Menzies in the back, back of a police car, and they've taped the whole thing off as a crime scene. See, everybody's got to be made an example of. They've got to have 100% control, lock, stock, and barrel over the narrative. And they don't like the press coverage they're getting from Rebel News. They're the only ones left, as far as I can see, in Canada. That have any kind of backbone. Now, if there's others, I, I forgive me, but they're the main ones on the front line, as far as I can see. So, when you're the only guy in town doing anything righteous and reporting on all the wickedness, well, unfortunately, you make yourself kind of an easier target because you're the only guy in town doing it. You might have a ton of reporters, but you're one organization. Um, then... He goes on to say, in fact, we asked them what, what what the crime was. They all could all they could come up was that our staying in the hotel was an illegal gathering. Contrary to Quebec's lockdown laws. That obviously is not true. It is a registered legal hotel rental on Airbnb. In fact, we had fewer guests than the facility is built for. Have you ever heard of journalists being handcuffed or thrown in the back of a police car for having an illegal gathering? Well, Nazi Germany, I imagine. Stalinist Russia, Pol Pot, you know, journalist maybe, Mao Zedong, you know, sure, you know, that's where we're getting to. I mean, that's where this is heading toward. Um, it wasn't illegal. We rented a hotel. This is the same Montreal police that who have who have harassed and assaulted our reporters for weeks. This is their revenge because we report on their misconduct. Absolutely. I'm very upset about this. Well, I can only imagine. And I remember that several times Montreal police have pulled our reporters over and called us Jew media and asked if we were Jews. Now, listen, I'm the first one to talk about the synagogue of Satan, but I don't lump everybody into that, okay? I have balance when it comes to that issue. I mean, it's a fact that most of the Illuminati families are high-level Zionistic, synagogue of Satan, Kabbalah-practicing, Talmud-loving, synagogue of Satan Jews. Um... But they're actually being harassed because I guess some of them are Jews. He says, I can't help but think that this is a bizarre anti-Semitic movement. That sure isn't professional policing. David is still in back of the police car. Our lawyers on the scene, I need your help. Please go to LockdownReports.com. I've, I've been checking there. I haven't seen any new updates. And help us. We have to defend David. We have to sue the police. So I guess they let Ezra go. But they must have taken Kian Bexty and David Menzies to the jail. Well, they've been in jail a lot lately, you know, in and out, a lot of these reporters because of what they're reporting on. We have to sue the police. Enough is enough. I'm sick of them assaulting our people. What, what we need is the Lord Jesus Christ to intervene. And unfortunately, they're not a Christian organization. 
Um, I don't think they're, it's not like they're against Christianity. Obviously, they're defending the churches. But um, like I said, God's really, the Lord Jesus Christ is our only hope with this stuff. His righteous judgments. Um, you, you're, you're dealing with a corrupt, evil, sick, the deck is stacked against you system that has no problem harvesting legions of children for their adrenochrome on a daily basis. So is there anything they won't do, as my daughter asked? No. I mean, come on. So don't expect anything but satanic behavior from the government at this point. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case. I'm not saying there's still not good people left in the system. But, you know, I want to get your hopes up. You know, hope for the best, but assume the worst. Um, if you can help me, please do. This is going to be expensive to sue the second largest police force in Canada. And I give you that link there to LockdownReports.com in their address also. Uh, so then we have this, which is the other main pastor that's getting um, harassed. Pastor forced police out of parish, faces nearly one million in fines. Now, this one's went really viral. This is a totally different pastor uh, with uh, in a totally different church, not aligned with none of these churches that are being harassed are really aligned. They're they're separate entities in different parts of Canada. Uh, but he faces nearly one million dollar in fines for COVID scandemic violations. Now, this is the Polish pastor that you might have seen videos of. And I'm just saying, they're, they're going to bring this everywhere. They, I'm, I'm highlighting Canada a lot this week, but they're going to bring this everywhere. This was on Fox News, which is good because our own, and I understand, you know, I'm not saying Fox is great or whatever, but at least they're reporting on this. At least they're giving it a voice. And this is Arter Pawlowski, pastor of, um, in, in Calgary, Canada. And these are the Nazi uh, jackboot, little light blue mask um wearing um thugs that are coming in the door in mass in order to shut down their ishtar or easter service sorry it is ishtar he doesn't know i'm not gonna whatever but um that's when they come in they come in mid-service to shut it down because whatever covid violations they're they're deeming and this is his reaction Welcome back. Hope you had a good Easter. You know, even in a decaying Christendom, there is something so heartening about Sunday service on Easter morn with the church pews packed as they rarely are. And oh, wait, no, sorry, that my mistake. That was the old Easter before the state rolled the stone in front of the church door. So the hosannas were decidedly muted yesterday. Singing remains forbidden in California churches. In Spain, they've taken the additional precaution of banning hymnals. In Greece, they've banned loudspeakers, just in case you're tempted to hold an outdoor service. Oh, yeah. But really, why not just cut to the chase? In Ireland, all in-person services are illegal. Good. And like Father Hughes in Mullahoran, who said mass to 40 congregants, you'll get a 500 euro fine if you're minded to try it. That's right. And Pastor Cronin, at the Abundant Grace Church in Dublin was arrested mid-service in one of posterity's little jests, an Irish No Catholic other, I'd almost guarantee you, no other religion is being targeted. The Satanists, the Muslims, whatever you want to practice, that's fine. Okay? Only if you're in any kind of, even, even a lot of these Catholic or, or whatever, if they're being targeted, it, even though you could say, well, that's not really Christian, 
but it's still to them in the main represents Christianity to most people. And that has to be every vestige of it has to be snuffed out in Satan's bold coming new world order. Is currently only free to practice his religion if he heads north across the border where under the tyrannous British Protestant yoke the churches are open, unlike down south. However, don't get carried away. What the state giveth, the state can take away. Here's exactly. British coppers. Exactly. What the state giveth, the state can take away. And that's why I've always said never yoke up with the state to get your right to, to exist as a ministry or your license to preach as a pastor. I just don't see any Bible for it. And we're seeing the fruit of it. We're seeing the fruit. Caesar's calling in the chips. In South London, seizing the pulpit and closing down worship in mid-service. It is Good Friday, and I appreciate you would like to worship that this gathering is unlawful, so please may you leave the building now. This is in London. London police shut down Good Friday church service over COVID rules breach, and that, that literally these little jackboot mass thugs uh, cops are, are at the front of the church telling everybody this is basically an illegal gathering. What's the proper response to that? Here's Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky in Calgary, Alberta. Please get out. Get out of now, this. Now, showing these, these little mass devils coming into his church. This is the guy that's already got a million dollars on fights. This is the guy they're beating on his door all the time, giving him more tickets. This is the guy that's feeding the homeless out there, and they're shutting him down, making sure he doesn't feed the homeless, making sure he doesn't practice anything. He can't help the, the poor and the hungry and the tired and the weak, and he can't do any of that. that. They definitely want to focus in on that because, you know, that does not fit into Satan's brave new world. So he's definitely in one of the main crosshairs of all pastors in Canada. But immediately get out. Okay. Get out of this property immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property immediately. I don't want to hear a word. Out. Out. Out of this property immediately until you come back with a warrant. He called them Nazis and the Gestapo. Preach it, preacher man. And through the sheer power of his words, he drove the coppers down the stairs like Jesus throwing the money changers out of the temple. For it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, and ye are not going to make it a den of totalitarian goons. The only people committing a... Pretty well said there. Crime there were Her Majesty's miserable and unworthy Calgary Constabulary, who were in breach of Section 176 of the Canadian Criminal Code. Quote, everyone who willfully disturbs or interrupts an assemblage of persons met for religious worship is guilty of an offense punishable on summary conviction. Yeah. That's a slam dunk. So they were, the, the church, the cops were in violation of that. That Canadian pastor should file a complaint with... Uh, Oh, the police. There is a tragic element. Well, Ezra, Ezra Levant, that organization with Rebel News, that whole, the whole thing where they're trying to get money. And now it's it's to defend their own journalists. It's to, it's to get their own journalists out of jail. But they're also hiring lawyers to actually go in and defend like that one guy that I had talked about that had the barbecue place that they shut down and, and barricaded and, and you couldn't get in. Meanwhile, Costco's right there doing a bustling, bustling business 
they can do big box stores can do all the business they want all day long little barbecue they got to shut them down they got to shut down all the the small businesses because you just have to comply with whatever satan says don't question it doesn't matter how insane it is it doesn't matter how unjust it is you just comply sheep it, it is basically what they're saying here so um this is the situation we find they find themselves in there to the diminished state of the Christian churches a year into this thing. If ever there were a huge opportunity for religious ministry, a world in which everything else is dead, movies, shows, sports, concerts, restaurants, all the noisy distractions of the secular consumerist life is surely it. Yet for the most part, starting with the social justice pontiff in the Vatican blaming COVID on climate change, the churches blew it. And saddest of all, an unchurched year has seen church membership in the U.S. fall for the first time below 50% of Americans, mm -hmm. which is a pity because when the churches fall silent, the only religion left is the state. That's what they want. That's what they want. The state. Um... So, I was surprised that that aired on Fox. I was a little bit like, wow, that was a lot of Now I'm going to let I'm going to let this uh Pastor Arter speak a little bit more on this. And um he's been interviewed again by uh um Oh, I don't know. They say their name there, but We turn the thing down. Uh, Red Voice Media, patriotic, patriotically correct. Uh, I think this is his name, Stu Peters. He's interviewing him. I've all seen the viral video of a Canadian pastor that refused to buckle under the pressure of intimidation as some sort of government official tried to make her way into Artur Pavlowski's church, accompanied by the presence of police officers as a means to gain compliance from a free man who took a stand for the rights of himself and his congregation. Pavlowski stood between the new-aged brown shirts and demanded that they leave. He wouldn't back down. The officers didn't have a warrant to make entry and reluctantly left after that pastor would not allow their admittance according to his rights and outside of the law. Artur joins us now. Pastor, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. Of course. I first want to commend you uh, for knowing your rights, standing up for your rights, and not cowering in the face of that intimidation. A lot of people would have done that. Did you know that they were coming? No, I did not. That's why you can tell I was shaken. Uh, you can tell uh, by my voice that I was surprised. I did not expect them to come and definitely I did not expect them to come during our holiest day, during Easter uh, celebration, Passover, uh, Shabbat. I mean, this was insane. We were preparing um, a worship. People were already praying and boom, I looked to my left and, and they were standing there. Why, I mean, why were they there? What were they there for? You see, that's a good thing because they guaranteed they weren't the Muslim churches or any other satanic type church. Been coming to our parking lot for the past 13 months and they are were attempting to enter, uh, but they never actually told me uh, really why and uh, for what purposes. Uh, what they hear sometimes from the press statements, press release statements from the authorities, oh, they just want to make sure that everyone is healthy and safe <laughs> right. inside. Well, yeah. Uh, listen, this is my church, and I will make sure that everyone that enters is in a safe heaven. The only, uh, in the, the only problem that I see right now is that it's not a safe heaven when the government officials are intruding 
on my rights and the rights of my parishioners. Who was she? Who, who is this woman that we're, that we're looking at in the video? What government authority does she represent? She is just a health inspector or health official. I mean, she has absolutely no authority. Actually, in their own website, uh, in the government website, it says that she and, uh, like her inspectors, they have no right whatsoever to enter a church facility. Actually, the police officers, bylaw officers, I don't know those other two gentlemen, were they detectives? Because sometimes the detectives would come uh, to my home to intimidate me and to deliver a bylaw ticket. You know, imagine two highest pay uh, police officers, $200,000 a year, and they're delivering a bylaw infraction, $100 for not wearing a mask to my house, intimidating my wife and my children. So those tactics are not new to me. They have been hunting me down for the past 30 months, but they have no right to enter a church building. Actually, the most interesting part of the story is this, that they came to uphold some kind of a restriction, a bylaw infraction, or they thought maybe we are committing. But at the same time, they broke two criminal uh, codes, five years mandatory jail time for what they have done, if I would press charges. Are you intending to do that? Well, I'm talking to the lawyers presently. Uh, you know, I'm not to get the police officer. I'm not against them. I just don't. I just. I just want to be left alone. I don't want them to harass and intimidate our parishioners. I'm a free man. I am a Canadian citizen. I escaped communism. I came from under the Iron Curtain. I was. My childhood was under the boots of the Soviets. I escaped to Canada with my parents and my brother uh, to be a free man. And if they will let me be a free man, I have no desire to fight them. But if they will come and dare to fight me, I will give them a fight of their life uh, time. So I don't know. I'm contemplating. I guess I will see how they are going to react to this coming uh, church service. If they will dare even to show up, I don't care if it's on a street, on a parking lot, then I'm telling you I'll be pressing full charges against all of those agencies, peace officers, bylaw officers, the police department, and health department for what they're doing. I, my message to them and to everyone that wants to take my rights away is back off, get away, I'll fight you to the dead for my rights. You mentioned that you escaped communism. Um, you know, people in the United States, people in your country there in Canada are looking around going, communism is coming, it's coming. Uh, you've seen it directly in the face. It's not coming, it's, it's here, is it not, Pastor? It's here, you see, 16 years ago, I remember when the first time police and the bylaws showed up at my church and they said uh, preaching the gospel to the homeless, feeding the homeless, congregating in the parks is illegal right now. Uh, giving Bibles on the streets, it's illegal. I was the first pastor in Canada uh, ever to be arrested for publicly reading Bible without amplification. I was handcuffed, thrown in jail. I faced one year jail time for my crime. Since then, I was arrested a dozen times, over 100 court cases, uh, about 300 tickets. I, you know, I have a pile, and that's not it, of COVID tickets. I call them COVID tickets, all colors, all shapes. And, um, and I'm not backing down. Uh, communism is not coming. Communism is already here, and it has been creeping in in our Western civilization for a long time. What are these tickets years. for that you, that, that you just held up here? What are they citing you for? Uh, illegal um, organizing illegal gatherings. So what I do 
Uh, I feed the homeless. I feed thousands of people on the streets of Calgary every single week. I have a, a big ministry that distributes uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of food to the most vulnerable. So that's what I do. I work with those that no one else wants to work with, those that are barred from every shelter in the city of Calgary. So they come to me for the necessities of life. Authorities don't L like... Literally doing god's work if ever i've seen a ministry do that i'm, I'm not saying i i align li li myself with all of his theology um but as far as doing what the bible says to do about feeding or, or taking care of the homeless and widows and orphans and in the in the outcasts of society i mean this guy is doing what really all ministries all so-called churches really should be doing He's exemplary in that. I mean, he's he's a wonderful, but see, they cannot have that. They don't want righteousness. They want evil taking place in the streets. They don't want righteousness and God's love being shown. They want wickedness to abound. And that's why they would target him. May God rain down his fury on these reprobate devils opposing this man and any other righteous preacher, pastor, ministry, wherever they're at on planet Earth. That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of God's doing and the righteous would be glad in the Lord, trust in God and all the upright in heart would glory and that many would be saved as a result of God's righteous judgments that because they don't like the lineups, the big lineups of homeless people. That doesn't look good for this, the best city on the planet Earth, Calgary. So they are cracking on me and they are using the new gain powers, the COVID powers, uh, to fulfill their wishes, to wipe me out from the streets of Calgary. So I had 12 officers at the very beginning of this craziness and they gave me $1,200 ticket for illegally gathering um, uh, people, of course, people do gather because I give them food and they come for the necessities of life. They're living under the bridges and bushes. Uh, we are the only source uh, for them to receive the necessities of life. If I don't feed them, they'll crack your head. They will break into your home. They're going to get food this right. way or that way. But the authorities don't like that. Wow. So they warned me if I will keep feeding the poor, they're going to give me, uh, give me a million dollars. Do you hear what he just said? If he doesn't feed them these these homeless, which are like, and he even says some of these homeless I'm dealing with, they're they're you know they're a lot of them are ones that nobody wants to deal with. He's not shying away from anybody. Okay, if he doesn't feed them, he knows what's going to happen is they will break into homes. They and but see that's what that's what Satan wants. You always have to look through this everything through the eyes of Satan. Try to put yourself in Satan's shoes and see what would Satan want. Of course he would want mayhem. Of course he would want the homeless going hungry, starving, and, and breaking into people's houses. And then all of the ensuing chaos. And then they could clamp down more. And that would bring us more closer to martial law. And all of it is wicked and evil. So this man is trying to stem the tide of evil the best he knows how, and they're doing everything they can do to resist his righteous efforts. What a sick, disgusting, depraved bunch of devil uh, police and officials that are going against him. Again, may God rain down his fury on the wickedness that is opposing him and any other righteous person on planet Earth. So right now I have from 
fifty dollars, one thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars, and a million, possibly a million dollars uh, fine right now. A mandatory court appearances because I broke uh, the COVID uh, restrictions by feeding the poor, by congregating with them and saving their lives, literally saving their lives. Uh, so for the government, that's unacceptable. I got tickets for not wearing a mask, uh, and that's the most bizarre thing. I got tickets for not wearing a mask while I was conducting church service. You know, can you imagine trying to conduct the church service and talk and preach with a muzzle on? I, I refuse. I refuse. Everything they're bringing has nothing to do with health. It's hard to it imagine. Everything. Imagine kids skating, uh, playing hockey with uh, masks on, exerting themselves in physical activity, wearing a mask in a gym. We're seeing all of these things. You're saying that these officers or the politicians there don't want uh, Calgary to look bad because of these uh, so-called homeless people lined up, but they're the ones making it look bad. The, the optics here are absolutely horrible. I don't know what could look any worse. I don't know what could make Calgary look worse. I mean, other than the Calgary Flames, as a, as a citizen of Minnesota here, the state of hockey, I have to jab you a little bit there. Uh, you have a horrible, <laughs> ho horrible hockey team, by the way, up there. Uh, but I mean, honestly, they are the ones making the optics bad for Calgary. I don't know why they can't see this or understand this. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. You have to understand that there is a war going on against Judeo-Christian values in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, the mayor of the city of Calgary is a Muslim himself, and Plus, he's a homosexual. Uh, so he has this huge, deep hatred towards... A Muslim homosexual. How does that work? Now, Islam condemns it, right? But they condemn it on the surface. It's a lie. It's like the biggest inside joke. Why? Well, look up the Chai Tea Boys of Afghanistan. Look that one up. If you can find it on YouTube, if not, go to BitChute or NewTube or whatever, one of the others, okay? One of the other alternative platforms out there. I don't know if it's up there anymore. Where they show these grown men who get these little boys off the street and dress them up like girls and have them, bring them to parties and have them dance. Teach them how to dance real seductively like women do. And they go into these meetings and it's like, you know... 40, 50, 60 drooling, demon-possessed to the toenail, Muslim devil men that are around drooling over the next boy that comes into the room that has all these, like, face veils dressed up like a woman with makeup on doing their little dances for the men who are, you know, uh, the, the, the only thing stopping them from whatever is the amount of money that needs to be paid to buy the child. So they buy the child and it becomes their, like their chai tea boy, which is their little personal servant that they rape and have sex with at their will whenever they want to have that. The dancing boys of Afghanistan. Or in Pakistan. These are all Muslims. Where the they just brag about how they'll see little bo homeless boys at the side of the road and they'll go over there and rape a couple for their, on their lunch break. And they act like, well, it's nothing. It's nothing. Why, why, why do you even, you know, why is that even? And they have all their little personal. Um, well, that's the Chai Tea Boys in Pakistan. Yeah. And our troops were over there and saw this stuff firsthand. But they couldn't do anything about it because it was their culture. 
So if that's not homosexual behavior, I don't know what is. But to be open about it as a mayor and to call yourself a Muslim, wow, we must be getting into some liberal Islam stuff now. I don't know. I mean, they're really, uh, they've come a long way, baby, right? Like the feminism movement of the 60s and 70s, yeah, come a long way. They must be, Satan must be so proud. Everything and anything that is Judeo-Christian, he, he cannot stand it. He has been hunting me for many years. Uh, he speaks ill of me all the time instead of um, thanking our volunteers and for what we're doing, uh, you know, feeding and saving lives of the most vulnerable people for the past 22 years. Uh, he has nothing good to say, always evil, always, you know, he calls me racist. He calls me white supremacist. Yeah. He calls me a troublemaker, a law breaker. Yeah. You know, he says everyone has to obey the laws. But listen. Your officers broke the criminal code. I can put them in jail for five years for what they have done, and your health inspectors, and you're talking about law. Everything right now is upside down. The good is called evil. The evil is, go yeah. is called good. Exactly. You know, one law for me, one law for thee. Our politicians just gave themselves a huge race, and yet we are starving. We are uh, losing our businesses. We can't work. We can't do anything. We can't live right now. Even growing up under communist dictatorship was a lot easier. And I'm not exaggerating. It was easier. To well, because live you knew what under... to expect. I mean, that was the way of life. You knew that that's you, you had not embraced the type of freedom that you're supposed to be embracing in Canada or here in the United States of America. You had not had a taste for that yet. So, of course, then when it when you get it and it's taken away from you, you recognize communism for what it is because you have been there. You have seen it. You've looked the tyranny directly in the face. That's exactly right. You know, uh, a slave is kind of accustomed to his uh, slavery. But when you have tasted, just like you said, the freedom and you see them taking it away for some bogus things, uh, you know, our politicians are flying to Florida and not picking on you this time. Um, you know, they're flying uh, everywhere, uh, having a good time. They got millions of dollars. Uh, they have huge salaries and they tell us we are in this together. But they say you're locked in your house for a month. Ontario right now is locked for one month. You're not allowed to leave your house uh, without um, a, a valid reason. You cannot have your parents. You cannot visit your children. You cannot visit your grandparents. You cannot congregate. I mean, this is insanity. Yeah, and if Today, you lose uh, a loved one, you can't attend a funeral. You can't properly bury them and pay respects to them. I mean, uh, but then here in the United States, I'm sure that you've seen this. We're allowing lawless criminals to riot in the streets to cement doors shut of occupied police departments and attempt to burn officers alive. Uh, but these people are then set free. Um, we're we're the joined same, by... The same, the same, the, We've seen it, the same thing here. I received the ticket, the first ticket. I was the first clergyman to get the ticket, the COVID ticket, I called them. And then just a few days later, we had 5,000 BLM people storming uh, City Hall, you know, storming our downtown, no social distancing. Many were not wearing masks, uh, giving food to each other, drinks. And the police was taking a knee with them in solidarity. And yet a preacher that feeds the homeless, a, a mom that goes uh, to a store, is tackled by authorities, handcuffed, beaten. I mean, this is craziness. Absolute craziness. We're joined by Polish pastor Artur Pawlowski. You uh, have a church there in Calgary, Canada. We Actually, we got uh, your contact information through a Mojo 5 brother of ours, American Uck Radio, also a Red Voice media affiliate. So have these people come back yet, Pastor? 
No. So what happened um, was I have been subjected to this uh, craziness, harassment, intimidation tactics. Just like I said, officers coming to my house uh, with big numbers. Uh, our Christmas festival was attended by over 100 police officers, 52 police cars. We were filmed. I got 11 tickets for feeding the people and having carolers during Christmas festival uh, in, um, in the end of uh, 2020. So uh, they have been coming from time to time. Sometimes they will leave me, <coughs> sorry, for a month and uh, uh, two weeks, and they will come back again. They have been blocking our driveway in a church, preventing people to drive in into the church. And it took me uh, 45 minutes to reason with them that this is illegal. So what's been the uh, reaction of your parishioners? I mean, have they, have they confronted these tyrants yet? Uh, has anybody from your congregation said anything? Oh, yes, the people are outraged. I mean, this is this is not your typical uh, parish. We're not sheep, we're lions. So I am very privileged to be a pastor of amazing Canadians, amazing people. And they, they had enough. They said, we will fight. And if they will lock our church, if they will dare to shut my church down, I'm going to do church service on the lawn of the mayor of the city of Calgary. I'll move the whole church every week in front of his house with the speakers, with the singers, with the whole nine yards, if they will dare to shut our church down. What happened was, that's why I was taken by surprise. Normally they would stay at the parking lot or they would be on the streets intimidating people going into the church, taking pictures, you know, just a pure intimidation tactics that I have seen during the Soviets. And um, this was the first time during our holiest celebration that they entered the church building when i look at this I, I was absolutely shocked i couldn't believe it i stared at them for a for a second and you know until it registered into my brain but this, this is this is not a dream this is actually happening and i run i grab my telephone i was completely unprepared for this attack and i started to record because i knew those people have no values no moral standards they're going no. to lie about me exactly. they're going to probably say i've done stuff that i didn't so I wanted to record the whole thing. And then they wanted to talk to me, but we've talked many times before. I'm not interested anymore in hearing any of those liars, yes. uh, uh, lies that are coming from their mouths. I'm not interested. Yeah. Get out. Get out, you fascist, your communists, because your tactics are identical to the tactics of the brown shirts of Adolf mm -hmm. Hitler and the KGB storming. They're of their father, the devil, and he was a liar from the beginning and the father of it. So it's no wonder his children are the same way. It's just amazing to me how many of his children are now openly, blatantly out there. And, I mean, I guess, you know, the masks have come off. It's pretty easy to identify the enemy now. I think five, ten years ago is a lot more nebulous, uh, harder to maybe identify. But now it's just pretty much out in the open. The places of worship and places of you know, houses. That's why I reacted the way I reacted. I was taken by surprise and I needed to get rid of them. One lady hours later from our church was still shaken. You know, this is not the way to conduct women. You know, what is the job of a shepherd? What is the job of a pastor, Amen. a priest, if not to defend mm -hmm. the people that are in the church? Mm -hmm. Historically speaking, church was always a refuge for the people. And you know, in the Middle Ages, the soldiers, the warriors, the knights, they were commanded to leave their weapons outside of the church or cathedral. They were not allowed to go inside with the weapon, but those people dared to invade our place uh, of worship with their weapons, with their tasers, right. with their handcuffs. Shame, shame on them.
Pastor Artur Pawlowski, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Be blessed and fight, stand up. This is our time. This is our time to roar because if we're not going to push this evil now, I'm telling you, we, we will not have this uh, opportunity for, uh, for too long. Amen. Truer words have never been spoken. We'll keep up with your story Amen. and we appreciate your bravery. God bless you, sir. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you. That's another guy in America trying to give him a voice. Um, and, you know, you've heard me say it many times, but the true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. But the hireling, which is the absolute 99.9% norm, has no true love for the sheep because he's doing it for the hire, the money, the coin. But the true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. Jesus Christ laid down his life for the sheep. And we're to be examples and followers of Jesus Christ. So that's where we're at. And it's it's um, becoming increasingly simpler to see who are true shepherds and who are hirelings, who are cowards, who are Satan's ministers, who appear as ministers of righteousness, but if Satan can be transformed into an angel of light, it's no marvel that his ministers can be transformed into what appear as ministers of righteousness according to what the word of God says. So it's becoming increasingly easier, I hope, for everyone to at least, if, if there's been any benefit to any of this, it's to know what side these pastors, these ministries are really on. Franklin Graham out there, you know, uh, telling everybody to take the kill shot, telling them that if the pastors don't do it, they're going to incur God's judgment. 700 Club pushing that kill shot like you can't even believe. TD Fakes and all the other ones out there. Joel Osteen and, and that, I mean, there's so many of them, those, those guys that sign like 70, 7,500 pastors that sign that BioLogos treaty about pushing the kill shot on their congregants. Hell awaits. That's all I can tell you, pastors. White hot hellfire awaits you. And you're going to be have it worse than a hardcore Satanist, according to what the word of God says, pretty much, as far as I can ascertain. Because you've known the way of righteousness. And yet you chose the darkness. And yet you did it under the facade of riding the coattails of Jesus Christ. But you can't have it both ways. You can't serve two masters. You can't bow the knee to Baal and the knee to God. Can't have it both ways, Pastor. And yet, because you're a Laodicean, chapter 3, quote, Pastor, you think that you're in need of nothing. You think that you're you know, in good stead with God, but the way God views you is blind, wretched, wicked, weak, naked before him. And I would say, repent. And I'm not saying that because I'm perfect, but these pastors need to fall on their faces and repent, cry, beg God to give them eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive because they've totally hardened their heart toward God if they've gotten that far. But when you crawl in bed with Satan, you're going to get fleas. There's going to be repercussions. And so many of these pastors have been in bed with Satan for so long. Through all their government entanglements and then other ways, they brought a lot of worldly stuff into the churches and just they haven't practiced church discipline. And, and there's all these ways that Satan has entered into the churches. that They're, they're so far gone that... You know, they think 
Well, it says that in the Bible. It says that there's going to come, come come a time when they that kill you think if they're doing God's service. And I would say it's these lukewarm pastors. And, and uh, dare I say, they're congregations for the most part. Because if the head is sick, the whole body's going to be sick. And the pastor's the head of the church, right? That's what it says. The head's sick, the whole body gets sick. So I, I tell people, don't go to these churches and put yourself under these pastors. Because that sickness is going to go to you sooner or later. It's going to start affecting you, and you don't you don't see the infection. It's like it's like a uh, well again. It's like the Bible verse says. It says, "Well, while they promise them liberty, while they promise their parishioners liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage, and it's a bondage you do not see. And when you sit under these hirelings that have no true love for the sheep, they're bringing you into spiritual bondage, but you don't see those chains going on you." Because they're spiritual. They're demonic. It's it's all, everything that we've talked about in this ministry since it's been around for 15 plus years, it's all coming to pass. It's all pretty much out in the open now. Gloves are off. It's made my job extremely easy. Horrible, but easy. Let's go further. Biden joins the UN calling for global vaccine passports the great reset is here let's go ahead and play this a world government un run planetary id is being rolled out as we speak the bible every dystopic novel warning of a future authoritarian state every futurist worth their salt every common sense person has always understood that once a planetary government is erected and once it brings in a world ID and a world tax and a world army and a world court, it will be able to control every facet of our lives. And now it's here. Communist China is the model of the globalists. They set it up. They gave it one-sided trade deals to build it up. And now it's global social credit score announced six months ago by Xi Jinping based on a QR code is being adopted in the state of New York by the United Kingdom by the European Union, and they're all acting like magically all this happened. But I told you back a year ago when they closed all the restaurants, I said, watch. Next, they'll have a QR code instead of a menu claiming it's dangerous to have menus, but really it's there to acclimate you and prepare you. How did I know that? Because Stanford and Yale and other major universities here in the U.S., but also Oxford and others in the U.K., we're on record being hired over a decade ago to prepare the public for the rollout of this planetary system. So they tie it to having vaccine records, saying you can't travel if you haven't been vaccinated, that's bad enough. But what it really does is establish that global government and gives the UN the authority to administer the IDs and then has all the nation states getting on board. And now you see all the PR firms, there's a big Zero Hedge article out on as well, it's on Infowars.com, saying, oh, there's just so many different IDs and so many different QR codes and so many different systems and countries for these vaccine passports that we all agree we have to have to reopen. See, we're held hostage all based on a hoax. And so we need the UN to bring in the QR code and oh, it's exactly what Xi Jinping proposed. Mm. And so China's already done it. We'll follow what they do. Total dystopia from the beginning. Notice they said, oh, get your vaccine. You can travel, not wear a mask, not social distance. Now they say, oh, sorry, you still do. Not until there's a global 
standard ID system tied to a social credit score, can anybody have any freedom? And then, of course, next phase, in the next year or two, you'll start hearing, we're already seeing it. Oh, if you haven't been vaccinated, if you haven't been vaccinated, you're the reason everybody isn't free to travel still exactly. once they've all had the inoculations, once they're all being tracked, once they've all submitted. They're going to point the 20, 30, 40 percent of people that haven't and said, it's them. They didn't give us herd immunity, even though they're now admitting the vaccine will never protect you. There's constant new mutations. They picked a cold virus because they could never make a vaccine for it because there's too many mutations. They picked a problem they can never fix. Right. Exactly. And it's also based on the PCR test, which they're standardizing. That's a fraud. So that when mm -hmm. they don't want you to be able to travel, they simply say, sorry, the PCR test says you have a new variant or a new virus. So it doesn't matter if you've had 10 gene therapy inoculations a year. Remember, it was going to be two, then five. I told you it'd be 10 a year at least. This is a dystopia. Submitting only makes it worse. We must get our governors. We must get our Congress educated on this and to have them stop going along with it because if they don't, it's game over. Senator Paul attacks Fauci and says, well, these people have had vaccines. We don't need to wear a mask. We need to be rewarded. We need to be given our passports. No. <laughs> Of course, Fauci says, sorry, you never get to anyways, because it's a bear trap. You never get out of it. You don't play along and argue each new point of their fraud with exactly. them and show how they lied over and over again. You have to counter them with the fact that it's all a great reset globalist takeover with the UN and communist China as the model in their own admissions to lower carbon footprint and that they're now all admitting in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, London Guardian that it's a global reset for carbon and we need carbon lockdowns. That's what this control grid and digital system is, is the global lockdown control system. They admit it is. There's no debate. It's all here. It's biblical. It's dystopic. And the churches are all scrambling to implement it so they can, quote, reopen. Right. Then next comes the chips and the Neuralink. Yep. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. Mm -hmm. The people of the world submitted to United Nations directives on their health, on their right to travel, on how to raise their children. And the U.N. told us that the family was bad. And the U.N. told us that capitalism was bad. And the U.N. told us that they were good and would direct us. There was no discussion or question about who created the U.N. and who was behind it and how did it have so much power. Sure, it had been in the back of the newspaper that the virus came out of the Wuhan lab, but that was okay. It didn't matter that Fauci had been involved with Bill Gates actually funding the very virus that was released. Because now there are saviors. And here's the Zero Hedge headline up on InfoWars.com. Here come the global vaccine passports. For businesses who rely on tourism, the passport is seen as a route to salvation, close quote. That's right. You see, it's not the lockdown that caused them to go bankrupt. It's not the fraud of the virus and the global hoax that caused that. No, no, no. If they just submit and, and take the vaccine and have the passport, then they'll be allowed to travel. Exactly. Then they'll be allowed to trade. But that's not true. It's the global digital passport that's actually the trap. Once it's in place, the restrictions will only intensify. And Klaus Schwab, the Davos Group, the UN have all said they want less travel. They want to lower our carbon footprints. They want yearly and bi-yearly global lockdowns to lower our carbon footprint. That's the sick part as they brag about it all. But here's the business owners in the article in Greece. We're pinning our hopes on the vaccines and the COVID pass, said the hotel manager. 
instead of saying this is a fraud, this is a lie, they counted all the other deaths of other things, this is not very contagious, this is just like the flu, they're teaching us to have phobias of normal activity so that we run into our houses and never leave again, we're all being trained to live on house arrest and be prisoners, all the big tech companies doubled or tripled their profits, China made more billionaires in one year than all billionaires in the rest of the world combined. No, there's no discussion of the takeover, no discussion of how it's an economic war, using fear, using psychological systems, no. It's all just the way forward is submit with your global ID and your global passport. And here's another microcosm example, also on Infowars.com. Belt and Road, China reportedly doubled freight shipping to Europe via Russia and Central Asia before the Suez jam up. So globalists shipped all our jobs to China, and but supposedly America could buy the goods back and then sell them to others, but now that's all over. And since the Suez Canal got jammed up with thousands of ships blocked, they're now reporting that China isn't just going to double, not just quadruple, but quintuple their trade, and that people will then be basically addicted to doing that. There's also a magical shortage in shipping containers. And so as you can see, those boxcars are perfect. And so now their Belt and Road Initiative is taking over the planet where J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, and all the globalists have been investing. Because business is over in Europe. Business is over in Australia. Business is over in the U.S. and Canada. And they're going to do everything they can in economic warfare to block us. Isn't it funny that every accident, every disaster, every problem helps China where the globalists put all their eggs because they're the authoritarian model of the future. Again, the articles from Sput it's on Infowars.com, Belt and Road, China reportedly doubled freight shipping to Europe via Russia and Central Asia before Suez jam up. And then a Japanese ship yep. just magically wedges itself in there. And there's just no way to fix it. Look forward to take weeks or months. This is just the new way of life. And that'll further put the U.S. into depression, which Joe Biden is working around the clock to do. You know, we have more than 10 supplement manufacturers that are all the, the highest grade in the U.S., and four of them we can't even get products from anymore. They've just shut down because of COVID and gone bankrupt basically permanently. Yep. And that's just an example of the economic warfare America's under. And that's why I tell listeners, you need... I got all kind of supplements I can't get now. And thank God, I, my main supplier, there is a lot of different um, variants of things that I can get uh, from other manufacturers that are still going. But, man, if it wasn't for that, I, I'd be, like, if I was just stuck with one product line or I zeroed in just on one, I, I wouldn't have, uh, I would I would have uh, been in real sad shape uh, probably a good year ago when we started seeing product shortages. Get storable food now at preparewithalex.com. Yeah, get his storable garbage, GMO goodness, uh, rebranded Patriot Supply Food. Anyway, I went into that whole just can long-term food, and um, I wouldn't buy that garbage he's selling. It's not edible. It's got 33% one-star ratings on Amazon. It's GMO, and it's loaded with chemicals, and it makes a lot of people sick that eat it. And they're going to – the problem is is people are buying this stuff, and they're just socking it back to, for a rainy day or when they can't get food. And then when they finally crack that garbage open and have to finally eat it, they're going to find out it's making them and their family sick as dogs. And then they're going to be thanking Alex Jones for all his benevolence. Sorry, but, I mean, you know, <laughs> I researched that quite a bit. And, um, yeah, a lot of mixed feelings over that, dude. Uh when when he was talking about the the um and just this this theme for today where we're just looking at, at how wicked things have become 
It reminded me, this verse came into my head, 1 John 5, 19, and we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness. Now that was back then when it's probably one one hundredth, you know, as wicked now or as it was then than it is now. I mean, I can't, only God knows that, but the whole world lieth in wickedness. I'd say that's the norm. And we know that the Son of God has come and have given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even the Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. And then it, it ends it on 1 John 5, 21 by says, Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Boy, boy, they don't want to they don't want to talk about that one in um, the Catholic Church. Now, I understand there's a lot of different other idols. There's the God of sports. There's a lot of different sports that people, you know, are have become idols in their lives because they fixate and focus in on that. There are Hollywood idols. There's like American Idol is even one of the shows, you know, he's my idol or some rock star or some rap star or some hollywood star or whatever there's a lot of different ways but i, I mean well the catholic church is just overt idolatry and then we were talking about before about santa muerte death cult where they literally have erected the angel of death azrael enshrines all over mexico and central america as one of their main deities they worship and then they commingle that with catholicism which is great because then they can just cross combine all their idols together it's very very compatible uh, going further, and I just this is the number one report on Drudge right now. I just saw this. I just added this in while I was playing the last report. You're not going to believe this one. Oh, you are going to believe it because you know why? This is exactly what we've been saying is going to happen. And now we're getting overt, total confirmation straight from the devil's mouth. Number one report on Drudge. More scamdemic lies to justify the never-ending lockdowns and kill shots. Pfizer, which is probably, of all the vaccines, the worst one as far as side effects, death rate, hor horrificness of it all. I'd say Pfizer's about at the top of the heap as far as I can see. Pfizer, COVID vax, can't stop the South Africa strain, the new variant strain of COVID, scamdemic. Their study shows the COVID, the COVID vaccinated have a 800% higher infection rate of the new COVID South African variant than its prevalence in unvaccinated, in the unvaccinated population. Boy, that vaccine's working good, isn't it? 800% higher infection rate in the vaccinated, COVID vaccinated of this new strain than in the unvaccinated population. Have not we said what I said when they introduced these shots that we're going to start seeing explosions. I didn't know how long it was going to take. I didn't know how long it would take to perfect or how long maybe the incubation period would take. But what we're going to start seeing is the vaccinated being the viral vectors of shedding. And they themselves are going to, to turn into these COVID variant producing viral shedding disease factories on two legs. 
and this is this we're not even talking about rewriting your DNA. We're not talking about them being cultured off the board of babies. We're not talking about the prions in them. We're not talking about them being full of nanotech. I'm going to have to go to a fourth part today here just to get in, try, try, try to get in all the stuff. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to probably be up to about 6 a.m. today. And I'm not saying that, that I'm just saying God, God's giving me the energy. Um, I got to get this in because there's just more blockbuster information by the day. This is exactly what we predicted. Obviously, this is happening because the kill shots are infested with this new COVID variant, or it's just your body's producing it as a mutation of whatever COVID, of whatever COVID they're putting inside of you. I mean, let's face it, they're even openly admitting that so many of the vaccinated are checking, who never checked positive for, quote, COVID before, all of a sudden are checking positive for COVID. Well, how could that be? Because it's in there. Whatever they're putting in there, whatever it is, it's checking off the PCR tests or whatever kind of test they're using. It's it's making those tests test positive. It's exactly what they want. They want to turn those people into viral shedding factories that infect other people, but they themselves are infected as well. And it's just, we predicted this, said this when they started introducing the shots. And this is more scamdemic lies to justify the never-ending lockdowns and kill shots. What I cannot believe that they admitted to this was an Israeli study. Number one report on Drudge. What I cannot believe they've just admitted to. I, I literally read this three or four times just to make sure that I was reading it right. Yeah, in their study, the prevalence of the South African strain among vaccinated individuals who were infected despite their inoculation against covid were eight times higher or 800% higher than its prevalence in the unvaccinated infected population. So there were 800% more um, prevalence of people that were vaccinated with a COVID kill shot of this new variant than the unvaccinated population. How does that happen? Well, it's because obviously the vaccinated are the ones that are, are spreading it and shedding it. Probably the only reason that there's an 800%, the, the 800% um, is times higher is in, there's, the only reason that the unvaccinated are getting it at all is because the vaccinated are infecting them. Because there's some kind of close proximity. 800% is quite a bit higher though in the vaccinated population. Well, what does that mean? That means we need, need more vaccines, never-ending lockdowns, never-ending masks, and this never ends ever. That's what it means, according to Satan. I can't believe they admitted this. Because this totally blows the whole vaccine um, paradigm. If you actually read it, it totally blows the whole thing out of the water, like with a nuclear bomb. If the vaccines were giving you any sort of protection... Why is there an 800% higher infection rate in the vaccinated population of this South African variant? It's because it's being used to, they're giving it to you through this. 
They don't got to worry about you getting catching it maybe randomly from the original Wuhan strain that mutated itself most likely out of existence anyway. No, now they can just plug it straight into the inter intermuscular tissue in your shoulder with the vaccine and know you got it with all the other goodies in the shots. Oh, we're just getting fired up today on this. Yeah. Then we have this. And this is something you really might want to show your friends. This little paragraph. Okay. And this will be in part three. Number one report on drugs. You might want to copy and paste that one and forward it on to your friends. And say, how do you explain this? I thought the vaccines were the, were the solution. Our way back to normalcy. Looks like it's just our way back to more vaccines, more lockdowns and more infections and more death and hell and sickness. It's kind of what it looks like it's more of. I saw this today. Amazing. 1997, Mark of the Beast satire. Little clip. Only five minutes. Predicts cashless society and fake churches. Exactly what we're seeing. Let's go ahead and play this. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and roll this. This is a Jeff Davis show. March 24th, 1997. Satirical Mark of the Beast skit from a quarter century ago. Shows credit scores, cashless society, and fake churches. This is a guy, it shows a guy like watching TV and this is a, a, like a fake newscast or, or a newscast coming on. And now the XYZ Evening News with Donald Quick. Good evening. I'm Donald Quick with the XYZ Evening News. Tonight we have a special report on the new economic system that went into effect just last week. Our special news correspondent, Shirley McMedia, brings you this report from a local supermarket. Shirley? Thanks, Don. Behind me, you'll see what looks like a normal line of customers paying for their groceries. But if you look very closely, you'll see that they're paying without money. All the customers have to do is place their hand over the laser scanner. It reads their personal identification number, then subtracts the amount of money they're paying for their groceries from the credit they have in their bank account. So it's, it's, it's like the mark of the beast that they got. We've come down here to get the enthusiastic reactions of some of the first people to receive their credit mark. Ma'am, what do you think of the new cashless credit system? Oh, goodness, it's wonderful. I don't have to fiddle around in my purse anymore looking for change or write checks. It makes life so simple. Oh, the mark? I mean, it's just totally cool. It's like my own personal number on my body. Nobody can take it. I can't even lose it. Nobody can steal it. It's totally awesome. Yeah, I'm glad I got the mark. I feel a lot safer now, and I'm glad they made it mandatory. I think it'll make it easier for the law enforcement yeah, agencies yeah, well, to keep it. It's on sale. Just a second. To, you know, to keep track on the criminals, and uh, and I think society will be a lot safer. Yeah, come on, look. See, it's got And speaking of criminals, the government has issued a law making it illegal to buy or sell without the new credit mark. Yeah. It is a criminal offense to refuse to get your own personal identification number. Shirley McMedia, XYZ News at your local supermarket. Back to you, Don. Thanks, Shirley. You may be wondering, why would anyone want to refuse to get a credit mark anyway? <laughs> 
Here's an interview with a religious fanatic who was picked up just this afternoon for failing to have a credit mark. In fact, he was picked up in front of a credit registration center for passing out pamphlets claiming... The, the credit registration center is where you go to get the mark of the beast. So remember that for later. Expose the new world credit system as a sort of, quote, satanic conspiracy. like incarcerated and there's all these cameras around and they're getting this they're getting them out of this van and taking them in to be um incarcerated processed why did you refuse to take the mark because the bible warns all true christians not to take the mark or to worship the world dictator which is known as the antichrist in the bible so do you believe this is worth going to prison or even dying of course i do you know i was arrested for warning other people about taking the mark before it's too late you know the antichrist is going to be destroyed and jesus is coming back soon amen. it also says amen brother yeah yeah! Now with me on the show tonight is Pastor Dumkoff, the pastor of one of the largest and most... Pastor Dumkoff, like I think that means dummy in German. ...respected <laughs> churches in our city. Pastor Dumkoff, does the Bible really say that it's wrong to respect, honor, and worship our great world leader? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I personally have received the mark myself, and I've advised my congregation to do the same. Now this is going to be the norm. You can already see where this is heading. This is why I thought this was just perfect timing. Because we've just looked at the, the, the lukewarm, we've actually looked at some churches that have backbone, and we've also looked at the whole lukewarm system. Where are all the other churches coming that should be coming out of the woodwork to support these other pastors? Oh no, they're just going to sit in the corner and suck their thumb and, and hope that the big brother doesn't come to get them or say anything bad against them. They're going to be in full compliance with every facet of whatever the government tells them to do. Just like this um, devil that they're portraying here, of course, he's just an actor, but um, they, they were predicting this 25 years ago. Of course, of course, I'll take the, of course, I've taken the mark, and of course, we need to worship the world leader, and of course, the Bible says that this is a good thing to do, and now he's going to give us a Bible study on how this is okay. It's mostly just these, like, religious fanatics who freak out about these type of things, uh, but if you would read the Bible, it clearly states in Romans 13, chapter 13, verses 1 through 7, that Christians should submit to the higher powers, as well as 1 Peter 2.17 that tells us to honor the king. So what could possibly be wrong with uh, submitting to and worshiping our great world leader who has restored order to uh, the world after the economic crash? It's just another level uh, that the church is moving on to, and we're very excited about all the good things that the new world order is accomplishing. Now, if I would have played that clip for you prior to COVID, prior to where we're at today, you would have been like, yeah, okay, well, that... I don't think it's going to get, I think the, the pastors are not ever going to get that bad. You think, you think that now? Let's face it. 99.9% .9 of the churches are not bowing up to this. They're going along with it. They're telling their parishioners to get the kill shot. They're telling their parishioners to mask up locked down social distance, whatever the government says Romans 13, right? The problem is with Romans 13 is that is only when the government is a force for good. That is the only time that ver those verses in Romans 13 are applicable. Okay, but see, they take it out of context because it fits their little um, uh, little thing there. Just like they tell everybody, you've got to tie 10% to the church because it's well, that's Old Testament Levitical law to keep the the um, the priesthood and the temple going. Okay, now, 
I'm not saying we don't give today, but I've done a whole study on that as well, and it's called Old Testament giving compared to the, the Old Testament Levitical tithe compared to New Testament giving. And it's a big, big difference. The Bible says in the New Testament, you know, as a man hath purposed in his heart, so let him give, for the Lord loveth a cheerful giver. And to and to help, like, you know, the giving needs to occur to, like, widows, orphans, the poor, you know, good ministries, missionaries, things of this nature, th things that are doing God's work, not to build these gigantic church edifices that can get incorporated and um, go under government tyranny and do whatever the government tells them to do because, you know, they have every right to tell them to do that because they got their, their um, right to um, exist from the government. Now, all you have to do is go to my website at contendingfortruth.com and key in Romans... And you'll see the first thing that comes up in the search box is Romans 13, unlimited subservience to the government. Where should a Bible-believing Christian draw the line? I did a whole study on this. If you want to know about the tithe versus the Old Testament Levitical tithe versus New Testament giving, just go up there and key in tithe. And you'll find that study as well. And there's other studies where I've mentioned this as well. You'll see that. Anyway, let's go back to this. Thank you very much, Pastor. Now on to our next news feature. Although the economic outlook brightened considerably in the last week, the country has been rocked by a series of unprecedented natural disasters that have left relief and law enforcement agencies struggling to maintain law and order. Tornadoes have been ravaging the Midwest, and California was struck by the third major earthquake of this year. Weather patterns throughout the entire continent have been strangely disrupted. Yesterday, in a freak accident, three credit registration centers and even a registration enforcement patrol were struck by lightning on an otherwise clear day. In a statement released, the government has denied the popular rumor attributing this and other freak natural phenomenon to a number of self-proclaimed prophets or rebel Christian leaders. It is said that these are merely natural variations in weather patterns and may, in fact, be due to the greenhouse effect or global warning. Of course. The government urges all citizens to remain calm and promises that future research will no doubt solve these and other problems. Well, that's part of our world tonight. This is Donald Quick with XYZ Evening News, wishing you a good night. See how he had that real nice calm melodious voice to try to npr voice type of thing to kind of smooth things over i think he did a really good job um in fact that whole skit was amazing uh now the what were we seeing there at the end well it's what i've been talking a lot about today and another broadcast god's judgment coming down on wickedness because whenever darkness increases you know god will respond but we we need to have people praying and fasting you know Christians praying and fasting about this in order to bring that about. And I do believe we're going to see that. We're going to see God's judgment against this wickedness. But they're going to try to smooth it over and blame it on everything but God. You know, so I thought that was kind of cool that they included that in the end there. Okay, I really want to play this other clip here as well. Um, it's about, well, I'll just tell you the title here. Uh, here's, here's my lighthearted title. Child Molester in Chief. Creepy Joe Biden pledges to destroy America's racist highways while China unveils plan to administer global vaccine passports. China to be in charge of the coming smartphone QR vaccine system. I've never reported on this before. And that's why I really felt felt I needed to have this. You have to understand, I've always said, look at China. That's where they want to bring us. I mean, that, that's like prison 
prison state, the whole country. Well, they're trying to make China more and more in charge of what they're going to be implementing over humanity worldwide. And that's why we need to resist it in every, in every way possible. Because, you know, China, they're, they're as bad as they get. So um, I'm going to roll this. China created more billionaires than all their billionaires combined the last year. China took over the planet. China quadrupled its Belt and Road. First it had doubled it, but now it's highways and it's, it's, it's trains into Europe. We are in cardiac arrest. And all these idiots are virtue signaling, wearing their little mask, and Biden's now petitioning the governors to never take the damn mask off because it's a symbol of the death shroud over our face forever. Mm -hmm. They want to wage war on independent businesses, on small businesses, on independent media. It's a war on the people. It's a war on freedom because you can't have an America left when the rest of the world's under tyranny. And you can't have InfoWars on the air if you're going to sell this tyranny. If you're going to gaslight people. That's why we got to keep InfoWars on the air. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. somebody in the head with a shotgun and giving them a band-aid we'll play the clip part of it uh, coming up next segment uh, this is all a concerted un global government bill and melinda gates chicom plan it's all exactly choreographed laid out planned i'll do a special transmission tomorrow at 3 p.m central commercial free laying out the most critical documents ever discovered in this operation but i mean here's just an example i told you back last year before Xi Jinping even announced it, that communist China was going to be at the heart of the global social credit score through QR codes for you to leave your house, buy or sell, get on a train, a plane, have a job, get on an airplane, you name it. And then Xi Jinping a few months later came out and said, yes, he's running it with the UN. It is now official that the UN is preparing China to run the global QR system. Oh, and don't worry, that way they're all standardized and we're all safe. So you're gonna have internal passports worldwide dictated by the UN and the communist Chinese. Data firm head, China has asked who to let it run global vaccine passport system. Kind of like the US created the internet, so we ran ICANN. Now that's been given to the UN. Well, the UN is in control of this. Bill Gates is in control of the UN. And now they're going to have China administer it. You think, oh, that'll never happen. Oh, really? Remember three years ago, I made a big deal about it? And that's when Tim Cook said Jones must be deplatformed now. Reuters had an article saying Chinese intelligence runs Apple. And the, the, the executive said, well, that's what happens when you're in China. They now officially have moved there to have tax exemption completely on corporate income tax. So Apple's new base is not Seattle, Washington, uh, or Silicon Valley in California. It is Beijing. It is Peking. 
It is communist China. It is Shanghai. And they said in the article, yeah, there it is. Apple's data shows deepening dependence on China as Trump tariffs loom. And, and they say in there that the code keys to every laptop, every desktop, every phone are held by the CCP. And the article says it's no big deal. And I was told, I was banned a week after that. And Tim Cook said this is incredible. Because I actually got that to Trump, the Reuters article. I got it to him through a Fox TV host. And uh, boy, did they get pissed. That was the last straw. When, when Trump said, excuse me, Apple has codes in China to everybody's phones, including mine. He called Tim Cook on the phone, I was told. And uh, Tim Cook went into a rage later. So I've gotten pieces of it from every angle. So it's just unbelievable. Yeah, there it is, the battle over Obama's internet surrender. That was the Wall Street Journal five years ago. Print me that article, please. I forgot about that. I mean, I mentioned it, but I forgot they had articles about it. So that's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. There's the BBC reporting on what I'm telling you. So I'm going to explain this again. Worldwide, last March, in every restaurant on the planet that was computerized, you went in, they said, no more menus, scan a QR code. That is to habituate you for the new global system, and it's a QR code. Then they're going to claim problems with that and demand a face scan, which they're now already announcing. So China will run a global database with the UN, controlling everywhere you go and what you do. Checkmate, we're taking over. And our Trojan horse government, run by the FBI and the Justice Department and all these lawyers that have sold us out, and Biden are doing it now with enjoyment. And the border's being collapsed. Everything's being done by design. We're live, teleprompter free. It's Friday, April 2nd. The year is 2021. Drew Hernandez is about to go down to the border this weekend. We'll be watching his coverage. Great reporter. He'll be in studio this third hour. I'm going to open the phones up later in this hour and the second hour. We have another amazing guest host coming up. Jobs created in the first two months in any administration in history. But we still have a long way to go to get our economy back on track after the worst economic and job crisis in nearly a century. But my message to the American people is this. Help is here. Opportunity is coming. And at long last, there's hope so, for so many families. So many families. Credit for this progress belongs not to me, but to the American people. Hard-working women and men who have struggled through this pandemic never given up and are determined to get the country back on track as well as their families. But I think it's also a reflection of two things we're doing here. First, the new economic strategy we've launched, one focused on building from the bottom up and the middle out, and one that puts government on the side of working people. And that rewards work, not wealth. When we invest in the American people, it's not just those at the top, that make our economy grow. They're the ones that make it grow, ordinary Americans. We saw the economy gain traction in March as the American Rescue Plan moved and got passed, bringing new hope to our country. And we're gonna to continue to implement that law in the weeks ahead. By April 2nd- It is Friday, April 2nd, 2021. I am your host, Alex Jones. We're gonna analyze the uh, statements that Biden just concluded giving there at the White House, the puppet in chief, everything they're doing is to demoralize the country, to kill the, the pipelines, to jack up gas prices, uh, to put in a huge new tax increase that will make even more jobs leave the country. Everything they're doing is to destroy the very existence of this nation. 
We are under total economic war. Friday Live, Biden pledges to destroy America's racist highways. I'm not joking. <laughs> while China unveils plan to administer global vaccine passports. Think about the magnitude of how we're being conquered, not just by the UN, but by the communist Chinese. And I'm going to lay all of this out for you today. Biden's infrastructure bill includes $20 billion to destroy highways for being racist. In New York City, the loop around the city will be destroyed. The loop around New Orleans destroyed. The giant new highway they're building in North Houston that everybody desperately needs. He just signed an order. They're not going to build it. It's already halfway built. Total devastation. I mean, this is just... B-52 bombers couldn't do this much damage to us. It's a total shutdown of the country. It is Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. It is the Great Reset. It is the post-industrial world. Meanwhile, China is building giant, empty ghost cities that could house millions. Giant uh, bridges, the biggest in the world. Uh, just trillions of investment. And everything is going back to the one-sided trade deal where you cannot operate here. Biden has pledged to shut down the remaining coal power plants in the nation and that we are preparing to have consistent rolling blackouts and just the total collapse of the country. You will not be able to do business here. This is called siege. The oldest form of war is to isolate and turn people's energy off, their water off, their food off. Uh, and then they're going to have us all fight over the scraps the whole time telling us they're here to help. They're here to help. They're here to help. They're here to help. It's like reaching out for somebody's hand. You've already knocked them off the cliff. They're hanging on by their fingers. You come and say, let me help you. And you start stepping on their fingers. And to watch his speech was just blood-curdling evil. Look, I didn't predict any of this. People are going to go pull clips from a year ago. They're going to go pull clips from 14 months ago, back in uh, February. And they're going to say... Jones said it came out of the Wuhan lab. Jones said it was a chimera. Jones said Bill Gates was behind it. This was all on record then. There were major debates in hundreds of scientific publications that I've seen, hundreds, probably thousands, uh, saying you can't have gain-of-function viruses being made at Chapel Hill, North Carolina. So they moved it to, to Wuhan, and, and, and Fauci and Gates ran it. 11 programs. You can't make up that the World Fact-Checking Group comes out of the Wuhan lab. They actually fact-check American, European internet, Australian internet, African internet, global internet, through Wuhan lab. Uh, they launched the attack of a simulant virus that does still kill people, but is only the precursor to the real virus they're going to release. And I told you that. Bill Gates has now said that. It's back in the news today. They say, oh, a much deadlier type's coming. Don't worry. You're going to wish for the days of COVID. And this was all just a drill to lock us down and make sure we behave when they hit us with a real weapon. And so you either wake up to the horror we're in and you say no to it and we fight back against it politically, culturally, economically, and then defensively if need be because we are being assaulted, or we submit and die. But make no mistake, this is a civilization-ending, mass depopulation culling program. The globalists believe they're carrying out an act of triage to save the Earth. Yes. Well, yeah. So... I, I don't believe they really think that. I just believe they're under orders from Satan to do this. And they love death and hell just like he does. So it's fun for them. Let me just show you these headlines. Data firm head. China has asked who to let it run 
global vaccine passport system. The chairman of the data firm Panda claims, well, he doesn't claim, Paul Joseph Watts has written an article, and Paul's great, but you know, he's not claiming, it's fact, that China has asked the World Health Organization to appoint Beijing to oversee the global vaccine passport system, an ominous prospect giving China's social credit score system operates. Their interview with the Integral Biz News Investment Conference, Nick Hudson explained why this was such a chilling development, saying he was worried about the fabric of society and the future of his children. Quote, China is petitioning the World Health Organization to appoint it to run the global immune passport program. Now, if that doesn't scare the living daylights out of you, I don't know what will, said Hudson. This kind of centralization, this kind of control, social credit systems, we need to push back against this stuff because it's coming. It's not coming, it's here. Well, let me see, um, because, you know, oh, it's claimed by this guy who's involved in it. No, here's CNN, November 23rd last year. China's Xi Jinping is pushing for global COVID QR code. He may struggle to convince the world. They always make you, oh, don't worry, it's coming, but don't worry. It's always the same tactic. He's already running it with the UN. They already own it. The globalists put Xi Jinping in charge. The globalists put the UN in charge. The Rockefellers did it all. Here it is, okay? You read the article. They admit they're setting it up in a petition to do it. Chinese President Xi Jinping pushes for QR code-based global travel system, MSN. China trying to use COVID fears to launch a global tracking system for humans. There it all is. So it's not just draconian and bad. They're getting all the corporations that are already teamed up with China to do it outside of even our government. And just like with big tech running the country, censoring everybody, censoring the president, helping steal the election, Congress will sit there and the governors will sit there with their thumbs, you know where, while this happens. Give everyone a barcode. China's trying to use COVID fears to launch a global tracking system. CBN. And now here we are, and it's all unfolding right now. That's why when you go to a restaurant, they have a QR code, or they go, would you like to do the touchless pay for COVID? It's all mental illness. It's all garbage. The same number of people died roughly in 2020. Exactly. Died in yep. 2019. Right. If you had population increase, actually the number of deaths went down because nobody was driving cars. It was a lot less automobile accidents. Right. Uh, but and, and that's all borne out by the numbers. That's all borne out by the numbers. But we just sit here and we put up with this. But yeah, if you're in the dark, not getting vitamin D, not getting zinc, not getting leafy vegetables, not getting any of that, yeah, anything will kill you. You will die. And I know everybody knows that, but we've got to explain it to everybody else and say, hey, let's stop complying. And it's starting to happen. We're going to go to break. I'm going to come back and get more into the next real assault they're getting ready to launch. I told you they are. Now they're admitting it. I know their mind. I know their operations. But first, before I hit this incredible stack of news, CNN says you shouldn't be allowed to leave your house unless you take whatever vaccines Bill Gates says. But they say, oh, don't worry about the side effects of the death. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all coming up. But first, I want to hit racist highways and Joe Biden and the speech he just gave about how he's rescuing you and he's saving you with a $1,400 check. Many people out of work for a year. Oh, but $1,400, that's one. He's he's a hero, I don't even like think, Superman. I don't even think that's coming. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, the illegal aliens get 15000 in New York. And 
envelopes full of cash if you're coming over the border if you're illegals. But I don't I don't see any money coming to normal Americans at this point from from that devil. With a red cape, I mean, except he looks like an old dead corpse. Looks like a kind of a dead Superman, but yeah. all shriveled like a mummy man. Yeah. Mummy man. He does look like mummy. Yeah, he's man. the the, the puppet. Uh, we'll be right back to lay animated corpse. He's got that fresh out of the casket look about him. Spry, vim and vigor, full of life and vitality. Just can't beat it. Anyway, um, I'm way over on time. I'm going to go ahead and stop here. I'm going to go to part four. And that'll wrap it up on part four. So God bless you and see you in part four.